So you're starting new with photography. What do you need to think about when you're buying a camera for yourself? There's a number of things which we're going to cover today and I'll give you some information which will help you. So DSLR cameras have come a long way. I normally do this while it's on the desk and they just slide in like that. So I'm trying to do them and show you it which is a bit weird. That's probably better isn't it using it on the stocky. Still workhorse of a camera which works amazingly. Today I'm putting them side by side to do a comparison of the specs so I can flip the, let me show you the secondary view of this there. So Zips here is uh, 2019. So come on, are we being fair there comparing something like that? So if you're doing type of photography shoot where the makeup and stuff thing involved or you want to add a, a lot more color to it, this one on this key when I turn it on. So let's turn it on, the green light comes on. F1 and it's changed. F2 and it's changed. F3 and it's back to this. So what have we got today? We've got a nice show for you. We're gonna look at a few options for cameras. The main focus of today is gonna to be starter cameras. So I think it's important that we look at a lot of options to get you sorted out. There's loads of options out there. We're gonna look at the ones that are within budget, good photos, good video. So that's the main aim of today. So you'll notice in the carousel, like I said, all everything's highlighted. We're gonna go straight onto the first item. So I like to start here with something that I'm very familiar with. So the T7, also known as a 4000D, is another camera that's available. Let me bring that up for you now, featured, and let's bring you onto screen. So there's two cameras that are known as the T7i and the T7. They were released very similar time. They both came out like very close together. Put that volume a little bit down. There. So we're looking at the 4000D and the second one to this is the 2000D. So the 4000D is known as the T7i. The 2000D is known as the T7. Don't let the numbers confuse you. The 4000 sounds like a higher number than 2000. So you'd assume the 4000 is better, but it's not actually better. Um, the 4000 is more of a beginner starter camera. The 2000 is also a beginner starter pro, uh, camera, video and photo, but the main difference is in the making of the camera. We look at some of the details today and we're going to compare them. So I'll bring you back on screen and show you this first one. It's a nice starter price. You can see they're $484.99. It's currently not on deal. It was on deal a while ago. So keep an eye on these cameras. They come on to and off deals very frequently. So keep an eye on those, but the price is adequate for what you're getting the second one is the, the one i mentioned the 2000d so let me bring that one up as well so we can do a, a nice comparison again everything i'm talking about is in the carousel below or if you're watching this in replay along one side you'll see it so the next one here is the 2000d so you'll notice there in brackets it says rebel t7 so depending on which country you're in they'll be known by many names so don't be fooled by seeing it as 2000D or T7. It just depends which market it was out for that the branding is put in for. So in UK you'll see 2000D but abroad as you mentioned T7. So you get a nice kit with this. Um, when you refer to it as a kit what they mean is you're getting a lens and a camera. In this example because a lot of these cameras have sold out because I've been talking about them so much. Um, I've had to bring up the bundle deal for you because it's currently available as part of a bundle. I'm not a big fan of the bundles. However, if you're new and you're starting, 
it actually is a decent point to start off because you're getting a bit of everything you've got your memory cards so you've got otherwise you'd have to buy the memory cards separately you've got additional little elements for the lens so if you look at this little focused in version there's a couple of attachments you can add on the front of the camera and those actually give you a slightly wider view and getting you ready for different lenses and along those lines if you find yourself using the wide option on there quite a lot it may be worth you buying another lens because you'll get better quality photographs with the addition to that you get the uv filter you get a, a polarizing filter if you're not familiar with those they're basically in different types of lighting scenarios if you're outdoors and you're doing a photograph of say a pool or maybe a river one of those allows you to get rid of the glare the sunlight from it so that's kind of what you get used that for as well as clouds and if you're taking photographs of bright and dark scenarios like landscape you can use it to adjust your exposure so that's the little extra benefits that you get there you get a nice handy bag um, again these are all starter things I would personally buy a better tripod and a better bag um, but like we mentioned it's a, a, a bundle so it's kind of aimed at getting you everything sorted out so that is an option there I did look down and see if I can find the camera on its own I couldn't find it on its own today because as I mentioned they've done quite well in terms of selling so they will be relisted at some point so keep an eye out for the camera itself you'll probably save a little bit of money but it's not a massive hindrance uh, if you're going to buy the camera now and then purchase extra bits as you progress tripod light flash memory cards extra lenses a bag all those little things can be additional add-ons for you so don't worry about that especially if you're starting in video and photo again i'm live on amazon today so i'm helping you with your purchases if you're enjoying the show make sure to drop a message in chat if you've seen my video pop up and something you're looking for uh, buying and we'll, we'll talk about it and see if i can help you get your journey so next up i'm going to show you a t7 again because this is part of a bundle deal you'll notice the first bundle deal and the second bundle deal are very similar in terms of what you get. However, depending on availability, you might want to want to check that out. Let me update the carousel so then I can show you what I mean by the bundles. Maybe let me add and see if I can add you the T7 on its own. Maybe it's in in, in deal. Let's have a look. T7. Normally the Canon comes up first. It's thinking about it. It's thinking about it. We're going to get there. Oh, here we go. Oh, okay. T7 DSLR. Actually, that's that's probably a better bundle there. Did I not include that bundle? Okay, so I'll, I'll talk to you about that one. 2000D. See, that's also a bundle deal. When you say bundle, it means you get a memory card, a bag, and a few little extra accessories. Uh, 2000, we've already looked at that one. T7. Yeah, because on it... Oh, okay, here we go. So we're saving a little bit, not massive amounts. But let me show you those two that I've just added in there just so we can round this off because the, the starter cameras tend to be DSLR cameras that are aimed at beginners they're slightly new they have come out recently so let me bring that right to the top so I can show you that and we're going to talk about that one as well so along the way I'm going to give you some tips as well in terms of photography and what to look out for if you're buying a new camera so stay tuned, even if you're not buying today, stay tuned, we'll have some nice tips to share with you. And again, I am live, so you can drop messages in chat. Let's check this out. Okay, that is a nice selection there. Okay, so let me go back and let me show you what I mean by the bundle deal, bundle deal versus non-bundle deal. So let's check this, 699, 549, 
Okay, yeah. Let's look at the first one. Okay, so you're think thinking and stinking. <clears throat> Let's start that again, shall we? Let's start that again. So you're thinking about a nice starter camera for photography and video. Does it have to be a DSLR? Not really, but there's some amazing deals out there to check out. What I'm going to do is show you an example of something that is quite handy. Right now on screen, I've got the 2000D, which is a Canon camera. It's part of a bundle, which means that Amazon, you get a number of things with it. You may know I'm not a big fan of bundle deals, but at the moment, the camera's been doing so well that the only one available is in the bundle deal. Uh, there's another option here, which is the 4000D. In the UK, we know it as the 4000D. It is also known by other names. T7i in America, North America, and the 2000D is known as a T7. They were released very similar times. They're both aimed at beginners. Let me show you another one where it's not a bundle deal as such. And there's only one left in stock. So you got to be quick on this one. Um, this is a bundle deal, but a good bundle deal because you get two lenses, a zooming lens and well, they're both zooming lenses, but one I'll call a kit lens, which is like a 18 to 55. And you've got a secondary lens, like a 75 to 300. So if you're interested in getting your zoom on and you're doing maybe wildlife photography or you're going out and you're maybe doing some holiday shots, so you're actually getting quite a bit of scenery, you'll have wide options to get good amount of scenery in it, as well as focusing and getting closer shots of things further away so maybe if you're at a concert or something and you're allowed to take photos or video you can use both of them to get a closer view so this kit i like it better because you get a decent bag the canon bag you've got your two lenses and it's a decent price 699 dollars that is and so that's one to keep an eye on however at the same time because i couldn't find the camera on its own because it's been selling so well i've got a secondary bundle which is not a great bundle, but let me show you it. T7, 18-55. So the camera, there's, there's pictures there of lenses, but that's a bit confusing. You actually get one lens. That lens in the background is the same lens as on the camera. It's just giving you a side view of it. So you're not getting two lenses there. Um, with the battery charger, battery, and the lens caps, and the carrying. They've taken pictures of that as if it's extras, but you should get that anyway with the camera if you're purchasing it. So again, this is a Rebel T7, a nice starter camera to get you into video and photo. So if I was looking at this, you can see the price there is $549. So this is a camera on its own, I'd say. But let's look at the, the deal version of this, which was the bundle. The bundle was $579. So the thing to think about here is, if you can pick this up at $579, you're basically getting everything as 50, 40, 50, 60, 70, 30 pounds dollars pounds 30 dollars you're getting these extra accessories that gives you a rough idea of the quality of the accessories because if you're paying 30 ish dollars for all that stuff they're they're fairly cheaper items they're not going to be as great so don't expect too much from them the tripod there you can see it will give you general use it's a it looks very capable of standard shots but if you're going anywhere far with it or you're doing any holidays or anything i would say invest in a better tripod this will get you started you can use it get used to how it works and then once you've got your setup nailed and you're planning to do a long journey or you're going away or even if you're getting into photography quite heavily you can slowly upgrade those things so maybe buying the bundle isn't that bad because for 30 dollars you're going to get 
a couple of memory cards. You're going to get a few other additional things like a little cheap bag to keep everything together. These other things are not too expensive. The general unbranded type items like for example the the filters, the flash looks like an unbranded type flash. I might look into this more to give you more details about it. But that's basically two cameras that I'm looking at in terms of the starting range. So the 2000D and the 4000D. So that's two cameras that would be great if you're thinking about photography, video, and especially if you want it to be a DSLR. We are currently looking at Canon. I will look at other cameras as well and give you a few more options. So what shall we look at next? I've got a few items lined up here. Let me bring up something else for you. We've looked at the 2000D. We've looked at the 4000D. Both good beginner cameras, DSLR cameras. And we've looked at the kit. We've looked at just the camera on its own. And we've also even looked at the camera with the two lens deal, which is that one there. And yeah, it's something to get you sorted out basically to get into the shooting area. And it's worth mentioning these cameras do come with an option to make them webcams. So you're not only getting a photo camera, you're not only getting a, a video camera, video camera, you can take video with it. It also can plug into your computer and using Canon's free software, you can make it a webcam. I've done quite a few videos about that and explaining it, how to set it all up. So keep an eye on that. And I reckon for what's coming out, you're getting a nice bundle uh, as part of that. So we're going to look at a few more options today and keep you tuned up with these. Uh, appreciate you following Lamont Wayne. Thanks for dropping in. It's always nice to get you watching live. I am live on Amazon today. We're doing a nice little start of the week, relaxed look at cameras. The aim is get you a best beginner DSLR photo and video camera. So if you're shopping today and you're thinking about buying something or you're not sure, let me know in chat and we'll have a chat about it. I like to do comparisons and kind of ask you what you're going to plan to do with the camera and then find you a solution within your budget and also something solid that you can actually use for years. I've been using my cameras for years and years. They're both Canon. So I'm not biased in any way. I do use uh, Panasonic cameras. I use a Sony camera up here. And I've had a nice selection of different options. Nikon do some great options. We will bring them in the lineup. You'll see in the carousel, if you're live, I've basically got a carousel linked up. So if you're seeing my video on the page of the product, there'll be like a long line of things next to my name. A video saying I'm live streaming about these things. As I talk about each thing, a little red box will appear around it to say that's what we're looking at. And you can click on that. It will open in another page. You can look at it at the same time. Um, so let's have a look at the next option. Now. What have we got? Okay, I've got a few more lined up here. The names are very similar. They can be confusing, but don't let them confuse you. We've looked at the 2000D, also known as the T7i. We've looked at the 4000D, also known as a T7. Was that the other way around? See, even I get confused sometimes. The 2000D is a T7. The 4000D is a T7i, which I'll show you on screen just so that we're crystal clear on that because the naming conventions aren't great on these cameras. It's just a series of numbers. Uh, but there is a reasoning behind that. But sometimes when you see the names backwards, the 4000D is a higher number than the 2000D in terms of Canon, but the 4000D isn't actually better than the 2000. So it's a bit like... It blows it out the water the rule of having a bigger number makes it better but yeah anyway so we've got the 4000d t7i then we've got the 2000d also known as a rebel t7 um bundle deals and non-bundle deals when i say that it's a camera on its own that with the additional accessories like that 
So if you're joining live, I'm basically recapping up what we looked at in the, in the cameras. So let's continue now. What else have I got up for you now? Here's something else to look at. And I'm going to bring a side-by-side -side comparison of these cameras as well, just to kind of clear, crystal clear show what's the difference. Okay, so I've got something else here now. We've looked at the 2000D, we looked at the 4000D. How about the T100? That's another number, isn't it? So we don't want to confuse you more than we need to, but Canon EOS Rebel T100 is what I'm looking at right now. Again, this is coming as part of a bundle deal. So if I was starting in photography, is that a better camera than the 2000D or the 4000D? We'll find out. So this is the, okay, one year, yeah, T100, an 18 megapixel camera, 1080p video, so it's a good option. So what I'll do is, I think, as I'm going through these cameras, I'm going to do you a side-by-side -side comparison so we can just confirm what is what. So let's get your side-by-side -side comparison up. I'll put each of the cameras we've looked at so far. As we go through them, I'll keep adding a camera on, and then that will allow us to do a proper comparison. Okay, so let me bring up this. We've got Amazon. We've got side-by-side. -side. So we've got 2000D, 4000D. Let's go. To, let me bring you on screen so you can see this. 2000, known as a T7. Yes, that's the one. Then the 4000. Canon US 4000D, so that's another one. Then I've got the T100, which is the one we are looking at just now. Oh, T, T, D100. No, yeah, it's a T100. Unless it's known by another name. T100. Canon 100. Okay. Okay, I'm going to have to find out what that other name is for that now. That is confusing. Okay, if I'm if I'm struggling with the names and I've done photography for a while, how will customers deal with that? But don't worry, I'm here for you. We're going to sort it out. Let's see what it's known as. So we're going to get up our Google friend up here now. We'll do a quick uh, T100 Canon and see what other names is known by. Entry-level DSLR camera. Okay. Ah. Wait a minute, is it the 4000D Canon uh, UK name? Let's see what we come up with there. Model name 4000D EOS 3000D EOS T100. Wait a minute, so what's the T7i then? See, that that's a bit, okay. So T100, let me write this down. I want to I wanna share this with you because that's quite an important thing. Let's get a paper up. Let's get a pen. So if you're in the UK and you're in the US, you want to know what's what. So if I say UK, excuse my bad handwriting, UK, US. This is just making it crystal clear. So we know what is what. Because the last thing I want to do is give you a name of a camera that isn't actually the right name for it. God forbid. Okay, so based on this, that 4000D is the T100. So if I was looking in the UK at the 4000D T100, that sounds about right. So next, the 2000D, 2000D is known as the T7, T7 US. So I've got those two. We looked at what was the, okay, what's the T7i then? 
Okay, let's see what the T7i is. T7i. Okay. Let's T7i is the 800D. Okay, 800D is the T7i. Okay, so we're getting somewhere now. So that means we already have the two cameras in comparison, US and UK. The reason I'm looking at the UK names is because sometimes the US, the US model may be sold out, but that doesn't mean it's not available. You can just buy the UK model. It's just a different name convention for it. They call it the Rebel series in the US, but we call it the 4000D, 2000D, 800D, for example. So I think this is important, especially for beginners, because if you keep an eye on this, you'll give you an idea of which cameras are which. So let's go back there and let me bring that back up on screen. Okay, so we've got, at least we sorted that out. So based on this, we are looking at the T100, which is known as 4000D so I've already got that there and you know what there's another nice thing that I'm gonna bring up let me bring up wiki Canon cameras EOS there's actually a table that gives you it broken down by year so I'm gonna bring that up on screen as well I've used this in the past and it's really helpful okay wait, 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 wait. we're gonna bring it we're gonna do it we're gonna break this down today and here we go there's that table okay uh, EOS camera system, digital SLR timeline, show, beautiful, EOS, there it is, there's the one I'm looking for, okay, let me, okay, how can I do that so I don't end up, okay, let's do this, okay, there, I'll zoom into it, don't worry, we can see it clearly, okay, so now, we can see here, the timelines of when the cameras came out. So when I mention the name of a camera, I can tell you what year it was released. It's a bit easier to see it. So we can find our 2000D here. And, okay, yeah. I was right. No, was I? Wait one minute. Yeah, they only referred to it as... How confusing is that? Canon, come on. What are you letting us stand for? Okay, so the Canon EOS 4000D is an 18 megapixel digital single lens reflex camera DSLR made by Canon. It was announced in February 2018 with a suggested retail price of da -da -da -da, including an EF lens. It is also known as the EOS 3000D. So it's a 4000D camera, but they also know it as 3000D. What? You want to make it a bit more uh, confusing for our customers there, uh, Canon? Okay, so let me bring that. Let me bring that up actually. I want to look at that. So actually there's more than one name for that camera then. Okay. So it's known as the 4000D. Okay, so we've got uh, am I showing yeah you can see that, can't you? Let me zoom you in. We're making notes as we go along to help you. Okay, so the UK is 4000 d US is T one hundred. However, we also have another name for this camera, which is the three thousand D in some parts of Asia Pacific region and the EOS Rebel T100 in North America. Okay, so when we say the T100, we're referring to the 4000D. So now, let me bring up the T100 in the carousel, which I have got. So the T100 and the 4000 are the same cameras, apparently. Is the price the same? Let's find out. Okay, so let's bring you back on uh, only screen. 
Okay, so I've done a bit of research into the naming conventions of these cameras. What you'll notice is the cameras are known by many names. In the UK, 4000D DSLR camera is known as the T100 in the US, but some countries also call it the 3000D. Can you put another zero on the end of that? So there's three names right there for one type of camera. So if you're getting confused, don't worry. It's all right, we've got you back here today. We're, we're breaking it down. This will help us make sure we have the right names of the cameras. My handwriting is ridiculous, so sorry about my handwriting. Okay, so let's go and have a look at that camera now. So we're doing a side-by-side -side comparison, as we mentioned. And here I have the T7 2000D. We've got the EOS 4000D, which is also known as the T100 and also known as the 3000D. Okay, that's right, we're on it. And the price-wise, let's check that out. So I'm featuring the T100 camera right now. Let me open that up and let's check out what's going on with this T100 camera. So this T100 is priced at $429.99 as of today. I'm checking this live. Um, so let's look at the other name of this camera. Will it be the same price or can we get a better deal if I pick up it the same camera known by another name. So in that example, we're looking at 4000D. So T100, let's get rid of this. That's the T7, that's the T100, that's the 2000D, which is the T7. So we get rid of that. Let's go over here, 4000D, known as the T100. 484.99 versus if it's called the T100, 429.99. So you're saving it. I'm already saving you some money there, people. Come on now. How much am I saving you? $60? But also remember that is a, a camera on its own. You're getting a, a few little accessories there. I call it a bundle. There's no big tripod. It's a small tripod there. And the T100 actually comes with a few more accessories it looks like from what you're getting there and are you getting the photo denoise photo focus mojave you're getting some video editing software as well that's a nice little add-on isn't it especially if you're getting into it new that is basically a whole package sorted out i don't like the bundle deals but sometimes they do throw some gems in there so otherwise mojave do offer a free video editing trial but you would need to pay for the video editing software if you used it for long. So let me see what is this. The item comes in one year, yeah. What is that getting, what are we getting there? Will they tell us? Camera details, yeah, but what's the contents of the entire deal package, please? Come on, Amazon, don't let us down. Okay. Bundled accessories, Mojave Photo Video Manager, Focus Denoise 5 software. Okay, you know what? Let me, I'm going to check how much these cost and see if you are actually saving any money. Mojave Photo Video. Okay. So you would pay for that. Interesting. Okay. That's not, that's not a bad call then in that example. That's not a bad little deal there. So let's get back to, oh, well, I'm not in the right screen there. Let's zoom out a bit. Okay. So now I've got my little jot there. So we know that the camera is going to be called the right name. That was a quick look at, let me tell you all the names of it. We looked at the 4000D, also known as the T100, also known as the 3000D. That's all one camera. 
We've also looked at the 2000D, also known as the T7. Uh, those are start options and cameras. So if you're thinking about photo and video, those are some cameras that will get you started, especially in the photo and video scene. You get bundles like we looked at today, so keep an eye on that. I have got a few more options for you that you can check out here, so I'll see you on them. Okay, that's that one done. Um, again, best beginner DSLR photo and video cameras, Amazon Live. We are smashing it today. We're learning some stuff, you as well as me, because apparently some of these cameras have so many names in different countries that they'll send you in a twist. Okay, so 4000D. T100 and 3000D are the same camera. After some investigation, we have found that out. Um, and again, looking at the timelines, they were released 2018 being the release date for 3000D, 4000D and the T100. I'm glad I did this now because I can actually confirm the cameras are the same. Otherwise, it can confuse customers. So the T7 known as the 2000D was also released at the same time. They are all marked as budget entry level compact cameras. They do offer video. They are APS-C sensor sizes, so it's slightly smaller sensor. Again, if you're shopping today and you're hearing me blabbing on and on, don't worry, interrupt me at any point, drop a message in chat if you've got a question or you're currently thinking about buying something and we can pick up with you and kind of find out what the best option is for you. And appreciate you dropping in a message in chat and say hello, say you're here. It's always nice to chat with you guys. We've got our regulars that sometimes pop in. How's Mojave doing? Do you reckon Mojave's... Let me see if Mojave's okay. Okay, let's see if he's he's on. Oh, here we go. Mojave's with us today. Yeah, he's cho choosing to obey me. Okay, he's locked on. Zoom in? No, he's not having a chair. See, Mojave has his days. Some days he listens to me, other days he doesn't listen to me. But anyway, let's get back onto topic. So we're looking at best beginner DSLR photo and video. What is a good budget option? So we looked at a few things. T8i. Now we're getting now we're getting into the twist now. So what is a T8i? That's another camera that I'm gonna add onto my list. So in the US you have T8. Hi. You can't see that, sorry, the light's not excellent. So now I'm going to highlight that on the camera side. Let's check that out and then we'll do a comparison as well. Because these are all, today I'm doing Canon, kind of mostly. I'm going to do Nikon, I'm going to do Sony as well over the next coming live streams. So keep tuned. If you're not already, be sure to click on the little highlighted item here. It lets you follow. So every time I do a live stream, you'll automatically be notified and we can pick up where we left off and hopefully teach teach a bit of information and not only sell you stuff basically so let's go let's go today we're gonna whack it uh, okay t8i now what is a t8i also known as let's check let's check our little handy table we've got a t8i that's gonna be along the lines of one of these t7i is the 800d the 850D is the T8i. Beautiful. So that's logical. 850D. So now at least we know we're on the right camera. So that was released by the camera that I'm currently featuring in the carousel. EOS T8i, also known as the 850D. And that is one of the newest cameras in the lineup of 
upper entry and enthusiast level cameras. So we started at the entry level DSLR cameras that offer video and photo and then we slowly moved along to more, not professional, but this is where you're kind of getting serious about your photos. Let me put this in a nice way so it looks a bit more pleasing to you than random talking. So anyway, let's go back to that camera and let's look at that bad boy now. So we have got, of course, F6, the EOS THI. This one looks like a, a big, chunky, hefty piece of kit because you've got a few options here. Again, it's a bundle deal. You've got two lenses and you've got this extra thing over here. I want to know what that extra thing there is. That does not look like a lens. It looks like some type of extending lock. What's it called? Let's check. Uh, I've not come across that before. I have a zoom lens. I use a big telephoto lens, but I've never seen something that contraption kind of thing. They got a better photo of it. Let's check. Okay. So what is that flex tripod? Yeah. Professional bundle. Mm, not. I wouldn't call it professional bundle, mate. Come on. A professional wouldn't use a tripod like that. So be careful with the word. Oh, currently unavailable. So no point me talking about that. It's not available. <laughs> so let me get another one. So I can give you a version that is available. Let's go over here. And let me find you the T8i, also known as the 850D. So maybe I can find you the 850D model, which might be available. Okay, 850D, what do we have? It's one of the latest ones from them. So it will be the newer enthusiast level one. So let's go add and let's go T8i. T8i. Ideally, I like to get you the camera on its own. Hello, David. How's it going? You look familiar. I think we helped you before. Did you get what you were looking for? Was it the... You got to remind me now. I've had so many customers since, so apologies, I don't remember. But we looked at the SL camera for you, I think, the DSLR camera. Is that right? The one that was the SL2, I think. Uh, T8i. Okay, I've got a body only. Because you can also buy the camera and then buy the lens separate. So let's check that one out. I've added it in the carousel, but I need to update it as well. Uh, you'll enjoy this one, David. We're looking at different cameras and all the names that cameras are known by. So you might find it interesting. Stick around. Let's have a look. Okay, here we go. So here we're going to bring that up to, not up to the top, we'll bring it up to the ones we're talking about there. Okay. So I'll feature you in the carousel and we're going to pick up T. T T I okay so this one we're not looking at a bundle deal we're looking at just the camera T8i known as 850D in the UK and remember this camera is released in 2020 and it's an upper entry level camera so it's not like the budget entry level ones we looked at before the 2000D the 4000D so this one, we're going to bring up on screen, you can see, yep, there we go, so I've got only the body, and you'll see here, there it's known as a T8i body, so the body means you get the camera without a lens, what does that look like, it's basically a camera without the lens on, so you have to buy your own lens, but that's not a deal breaker, if we know what you want from the camera, I would prefer you get a lens that meets your need rather than get like a kit lens that you might not really need. You might do lots of landscape or you might do product photography. So you might end up getting a different lens that is better for you. So this one is a T8i 
and it's a solid camera to be honest it's got the slip out screen it's a very capable camera and you could use that professionally and again it comes with the Canon software as well um, where you can make it into a webcam which is like a little extra bonus the tool is a free download so you can actually download it off uh, the Canon website and use it I use it quite a lot in terms of making your camera a webcam um, again if you're joining us today and you're currently shopping on Amazon for something let me know drop a message in chat we can catch up let me know if you've already purchased something because I recall sometimes customers pop in that I've talked to before and because we I talk to so many customers I try and remember the names look familiar like David S sounds familiar I know I've had you with something so let me know if that if you ended up getting it was it meeting your needs you have any more questions we can kind of help you along the way so it's not only the case that you buy and we forget we try and help you along your journey so that's the T8 I am currently featuring so now moving along on these what we will do is there's additional things that you want to think about the camera itself will do very well for your photo and video needs in this example T8i but what about if you want to up your game a bit there's different types of cameras let me show you the list again the next camera I'm going to be looking at is the 90D we're kind of working up the hierarchy of the lenses we started at like the APS-C cameras entry-level compact DSLR cameras the budget cameras then we moved to enthusiast level Canon cameras now we're looking at the DSLR cameras that would be more let me get you the exact wording from this site is a digital single lens reflex camera announced by Canon in 2019 uh, and this one is a 90D so let's look at that and let's add it into our comparison let's go okay we've got T7i okay we'll add T7i let's add that in oh yeah see you can see the, you can see the names there so it's known as the T7i the EOS 800D also KISS X9i there's three names for that camera why do they want to confuse us so much just keep it simple but yeah it's alright we're gonna work through it we're gonna work through it um, okay and then we've got the T8i which we also looked at today let's bang that in there 850D also known as the KISS X10i <laughs> compare so the main comparison here you'll see is we're kind of working from beginner to better two of the cameras were released in 2018 one of them T7i which is the 800D is 2017 but the two other cameras that were released in 2018 were actually geared towards starter beginner people and the T7 is more of an aim towards let me get the exact uh, wording from the Canon table that I've got that is handy to see yeah those were the entry level budget cameras then we had the upper entry and then we have the enthusiast level so that's the four differences between those so I'm going to add in the 90D as well in the mix and again you can see the price differences and the well overall general additional things there I can talk about each of these in more detail so do let me know if you're currently looking at any of these cameras or you're interested in a budget camera and we can I can like dive into it more rather than generally cover information so going along there whilst we have 90D okay let's get rid of that one let's add in there the 90D mm, well, yeah well luckily the 90D is known just by 90D which is good okay that's there 2019 that's a mid sized SLR so you can tell that's kind of getting better in there 
Hello Gucci Gamer, how's it going? Nice to have you on. Appreciate you dropping in. I think we talked about mice before when you were in. We were looking at mice and mouses for gaming. Yes, I remember. I do remember. If I'm right, let me know. We looked at mice. I do remember names. Uh, I tend to remember what we talked about. But if it's cameras and digital cameras, I've talked to so many people that sometimes I forget. So do remind me. How are you doing today? You looking for anything in particular? We're doing cameras today. So I was looking at photo and video cameras to kind of explain the differences and what's a good starter camera versus like more professional range as well. So the 90D there, you'll see is a mid-size SLR. Agne magnesium. Aluminium alloy body. And that's a... You can already tell it's more geared towards enthusiast, more hobbyist type people that know what they're doing with photograph and video. And they want something a bit capable. 90D is a great option. It's a, a good... I've seen it on the deal. We are slowly getting up in the pricing as well. So you'll notice that the prices have increased as we've looked at the cameras. The entry ones are cheaper because they're designed to get you into it. Uh, and double the price we looked at upper entry cameras and now we're looking at nearly triple the cost of the starter cameras but you're getting a lot more bang for your buck you'll see little improvements like the processors this one 90d that we're currently featuring in the carousel is a digic 8 the other ones were digic 4 uh, the t7i was a digic 7 so that's uh, up there but again 33 megapixels on the 90d megapixels are not everything so don't worry if the camera's got only 24 that is still adequate to give you good quality images. It just depends what your final goal is with the photos. So do remember and keep in mind what you want to take photographs of. Um, so let's work down these now. What else we got? Okay, so we're going to have things like live view. We've got fully articulating screen on the 90D, which is comparable to the T7i, also known as the 800D. And okay, yeah. So we're basically putting them right up against the other options as well. So let's see what we got. TFT, LCD, and built-in flash. 11 frames a second if you shoot continuous photos. And these are like proper DSLRs. I also have in the carousel mirrorless cameras, and they're really handy. I was talking to Wendy yesterday on Amazon Live, and we were talking about cameras to get uh, you out on holiday and if you're taking snapshots. And I looked at the specs of the uh, M50 cameras, and they're actually very good. And I'm actually gonna I'm gonna get one because I need a secondary camera as well. Uh, it's not related to this is not related to cameras. It should be. We're talking about cameras today, Gucci gamers. Ask if you got another question. Ask it. Don't worry. We, I can help you if it's uh, something you're thinking about today. Go for it. Don't think twice. We're here to help. And if it's not cameras, we'll try our I'll try my best. But do you know where I can get a good PC? Well, it is related to cameras because you would want a good PC to handle any photos or video that you do what kind of budget are you looking for and are you talking about gaming pcs and what type of games are you playing because i can give you a quick example of a pc if you're thinking of it there's been some nice asus gaming pcs that have come up and we say pc do you mean a desktop or do you mean a laptop let me know more about that i can i can bring you something up it won't take long i can just put it in the carousel you can check it out and see if it's gaming pcs yeah what kind of game and what kind of graphics card do you want in there Will have like 4 gigabyte graphics card be enough? Like an NVIDIA graphics, 4 gig? Or are you playing more intensive gaming? Mm, let's check. I'll have a look, because normally in... Okay, 4 gig, that's fine. Let me check, because in our carousel, 
they actually put deals in there so like where you've they've knocked off prices so let me add and see if i can get you a desktop desktop Let's see what's available today. Uh, what's your budget? How much do you want to spend? Yeah, there's some good deals. There's some good options. But it depends how much you want to spend. I've got stuff here from $569 all the way up to $1,500. So it depends what you want and what your budget is. But I can show you a, a good one that would be something like, what would I say? Let's have a look at that one. And let's have a look at another one as well. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, that's a good budget then. That's That means I can show you a couple of these. Uh, the Xeon HP might be a nice one. Do you want room to upgrade it at a later point? Or do you want to use it as is? Because some of these are designed to be upgraded. So you can put extra like uh, SSD hard drives in there. Extra RAM slots. If you're gaming, you want at least 16 gig RAM. Uh, quad core, I like that. That's not that expensive. HP Pavilion Gaming Desktop. Oh, that looks like a nice option. And the 2 gig graphics card. Let me have a look at that one. Let me show you this. Let's have a look at this one. Uh, what kind of games are you playing? Because then I can just check if it... We're talking Fortnite and stuff or are we talking more like COD? Um, let's look at that one because that looks like a nice option. Uh, I'm going to digress for a minute just to help uh, our Gucci gamer. Minecraft. Oh, you don't need an intensive game for Minecraft. Okay, okay, this is a nice option then. You'll get Minecraft on this and other stuff as well. What kind of res are you looking for in Minecraft? Or what kind of FPS? Um, okay, let's check. This one looks like a nice, beautiful setup. Let me show you my desk. I've put it in the carousel. It's a HP Pavilion gaming desktop, NVIDIA GeForce GTX 1650. It's an i5, but it's a 10th gen. And for Minecraft, 8GB of RAM should be sufficient. It's DDR4. You've got a SSD, so you have amazing boot up time, and it looks like a nice setup there. Look at that. Check that out on the carousel. It's only eight fifty nine, so it's under your budget for a thousand, and I like that. I, it's an i five. We can up it to an i seven, if you want, but I don't think you need it for Minecraft. So let's check. Let me see if I can get you an i seven at a good price. What's that one? let's go back let me add that on there yeah have a look at that i've put in the carousel there gucci let me get rid of that one let me get rid of that one i'm gonna add you a few more uh yeah so i am live on amazon today we are looking at cameras and photo gear the best beginner photography and video cameras but i think as part of that desktops and computers also come into it because you want a, a good computer to handle it so the computers we're going to look at now is helping Gucci right now in chat, but it also helps everybody else start thinking about photo and video, what you could do with a decent uh, computer. Because once you take video, you want to need to edit that video somehow. And a lot of computers won't cope with 4K video editing. So these types of computers I'm showing you are kind of relevant as well. So let's go i7 and see what price we're looking at here. If I do the, I wonder if I can get your Asus, because Asus rug, Republic of Gamers. Ooh, I used to have a laptop, a rug laptop. It's amazing. Okay, let me just see that. Uh, you could, you could even pick up a, a nice laptop, you know. Okay, here we go. This looks nice. But let me just check if we've got a graphics card for you in there. Okay, I've got another one. 
out of these two, I would probably go with Asus. But let me go to let me show you the other one. Okay, uh, Asus desktop. So that's the i7 version. Uh, let me bring it back up. Okay, I prefer i7 because my dad uses i5 and it's really slow. But it depends which i5 has your dad got. Is it a 10th gen and is it a HP? Because I've got an i5 in my other computer and my we use it for playing well they play minecraft and they play roblox and they live stream on it as well in 1080p and it's only got a four gig graphics card as an i5 computer so what happens with that is the graphics card takes the load so with the budget ninth gen okay what kind of graphics card has he got in his because what you'll notice you can well we'll have a good i7 because you've said i7 we'll look at it but i'll give you a bit more information about it as well so that is an asus desktop that's an i7 16 gigabyte RAM so we're upping everything here and you know what is actually on a deal yeah because what you'll notice if you there's two ways you can do this you can either buy an i5 and then put a graphics card in there and it'll work out cheaper than an i7 or if you have an i5 just buy a graphics card and put a graphics card in there and you'll be surprised how well it does so if you're using any type of encoding software, OBS, or if you can live stream it to like YouTube or somewhere, you can use OBS to share the load of the graphics card and the CPU. And then if you're live streaming it, you can use the CPU to live stream it of the graphics card and you can play the game on the computer. But i7 wise, have a look at the desktop I've featured now, Asus. It actually looks like it's a good option for what you're looking to do. Because uh, then that way you've got your future proofing yourself. i7 will last a bit longer than an i5 in terms of future games. So let me bring it back on screen. So that Asus desktop is a S300 Intel iCore. You've got a good RAM. It looks like a nice uh, system as well, like visually. It's not RGB, so it's not like an intensive gamer one, but I like the, the checkered pattern on the front. You've got additional slots down there, so if you choose to upgrade it at a later point, you can do. But I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if you're gonna get a graphics card in this. Let's see what the graphics are gonna be like. It's probably gonna be HD graphics, which is like the standard motherboard type. Intel iCore, yeah, 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 and show me more. Yeah, this, this it doesn't have a dedicated graphics card. So I'm not going to be as happy with this one as I was with the HP. Because in the HP, you've got a GTX 1650. So you might find that because that has a graphics card in it, that might perform better than the i7 in terms of video editing or even playing games. Uh, the i7 will have additional cores. Is it i7 6 cores or 4 cores? Let me check. It's the iCore 10th gen 8 cores. Okay, so 8 cores, it'll allow you to do multi-purposing. So if you're gaming, you might have the game open. You might have OBS open for recording it or streaming it. You might have a few internet windows open with music on. You might have Discord chat open. So you're already using 4 cores there. So it's, it's worth thinking out. So I've put, uh, I've put a few things in the carousel. Are those meeting your need, Gucci? Let me know. Is that kind of, am I on the right part? Have you looked at these? Or let me know ones you've looked at and we can compare them with these and see which is better. Uh, but while you're looking at that, I'll go back to the cameras that we were looking at. So cameras wise, it is important to have a good computer for cameras as well. When you take photographs, you want to be able to take those photographs onto your computer especially if you're getting into it and you're an enthusiast. You want to edit the photographs. When these bigger cameras like these type take photographs in RAW, you'll note the files are bigger. So you'll need to load them onto your computer. 
when you open them up you want to zoom into them so that is quite an intensive task for a computer looking at a raw file which can be maybe what 20 30 megabytes for a single photograph if it's in raw and then you can edit and render that photograph you can add effects to it some colored profiles things like that depends how far you go with it and at the same time video editing can be intensive as well uh, the hp is very nice i like the color of it yeah and pr i think the price is decent for what you're getting it's like a nice uh let me see what else is on there powerful graphics power the latest games it's small yeah eight gigabyte okay nvidia gtx four gigabyte you know how expensive graphics cards i've got now you probably end up getting a four graphics card for half the price of what the desktop is going for so a lot of people aren't buying they're buying graphics cards but they're not looking at desktops so you can actually get a steal there because you can get the computer and the graphics card inside it an enhanced thermal solution keeps your tower cool and quiet even when running demanding games that's another thing you want it to run nice and cool i like the case look at that hd ssd wi-fi gpu graphics card that's a very decent option headphones usb type a yeah so you got the high speed super speed usbs what is that gonna be like i wonder yeah it looks nice i like it yeah speak to your dad and time to go and buy it for you if you got a birthday coming up or something use that as an excuse and get him to buy it for you it looks like a nice system or are you buying it for yourself um okay so cameras wise let me go back into some of the cameras we're looking at because we looked at the starter options and we looked at the bundles and we looked at the 90d i think we were about there um okay so dslr camera 90d we looked at okay the eos m50 this is where things get exciting because it's like a mirrorless camera let me get rid of some of these uh, screens okay so now we're looking at uh, hello ron appreciate you following thank you very much it's always nice to get a follow i'm basically looking at cameras today we do look at other stuff along the way desktops computers lighting basically everything you need for your photography needs because at some point you're going to need a computer or something else to help you on your journey so we kind of keep an eye on most things um, and if you're enjoying the show be sure to click up here there's a little button you can click follow each time i go live it gives you a notification and it helps kind of keep the channel higher up in the list so people can find us so appreciate you watching and let's get back to the next camera are you shopping for something today ron let me know um if i can help or even if you're thinking about something and you saw my video on the product page like for example here you can let me do that and you'll should that should take a few seconds to update on the carousel there you go so you'll see me uh, on the page but i'm talking about a number of things today so it may be not the thing i'm talking about but interrupt me at any point i can update the carousel and we can look at what you're looking to shop for and help you basically get you sorted out so let's look at that camera so we looked at the 4000d we looked at i found this pc oh yeah go on let's see uh i looked at that i looked at that in the carousel but i purposely didn't include it the i buy power gaming pc now let's check that out now because that looks very gaming orientated in terms of like they've put the colors on there and stuff but i like the arch wait a minute it's a ryzen okay five three point six okay and then the G gt 730 so the graphics card is not as good as the HP. You're only getting two gigabytes there. The RAM is comparable. You're getting SSD. And yeah, if you need, a, if you want a visually pleasing one, 
then you can. That looks like a nice option. It's a bit cheaper as well, to be honest. But the reason it's cheaper is because it's a two gigabytes graphics card and not a full one. So that's why the difference is in price. What else have they got? And it's AMD. Nothing wrong with AMD. They both do comparable. What else have they got in there? They probably got an upgraded version in there. One gigabyte hard drive, dedicated graphics card. Okay. Yeah, that, that, that looks like a reasonable one there, Gucci. I like it. But I'm not a big fan of like really loud, like, you know, looking type, like those. But I know a lot of gamers have them. I like more understated, like kind of smart ones, but that's just me. But you're right, that's a nice system. And it's a good price. It's a good couple of hundred dollars cheaper than the HP. But you are getting a two gig graphics card. And is this the i7? Well, is that the equivalent to i7? Let me check. Intel equivalent. Is 6 core 12 threaded Ryzen. Okay. Is it equivalent to i7? The Intel CPU sports a higher clock speed but only has 4 physical cores and 8 threads compared to the 6 cores and 12 threads of the AM. Oh, okay. So actually it might be better. That looks nice. I like that. And based on a quick Google, it sounds like it's a good... Ryzen 5 is very good. I don't use uh, AMD much myself, so I'm not familiar with them. I'm always AMD, uh, Intel really, but... Yeah, if it does the job, there's no reason not to get it. It's a good deal. It's a good price. Check it out. Um, okay, so EOS M50 we were looking at right now. So let's have a look at that bad boy. Oh, what screen am I going to? When I press shortcut keys, it goes to different screens, by the way. Let's go to A6. Okay. We looked at the T100, which is also known as the 3000D and the 4000D. We looked at the T7, which is also known as the 2000D. We looked at the T100. And we did a comparison and then we looked at Canon. So let's go up to that one and T. Okay, so let me bring you up the mirrorless cameras. These are quite beauties to be fair. I do like these cameras. And again, we looked at the starter cameras. We looked at video options. Now we're getting more towards like dedicated cameras for both things and comfort and convenience. Because the EOS um, M50 Canon is a mirrorless camera so you'll notice on the top down view there in comparison to like how big this is like a DSLR that's a lot nice and thinner so that's a nice option there so are you, is that what you're buying then Gucci have you decided is it the iBuyPower Pro it does look nice to be honest let me know how it goes when you get it I'll be interested to see if it does well and play a bit more demanding games on it Minecraft's good if you put it in full on high res and then it'll it handle it. It, sh it should do. But it's only 2 gig though. Okay, no worries, Gucci. Thank you, take care. See you next time. Okay, so carrying on here, we've got EOS M50. Again, a nice budget option. I reckon. I do like that. And I'm, 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 that's the Mark II version as well. I am thinking of getting that for my secondary live angle because I'm not quite happy with the camcorder view. It's nice. But I think let me show you what it, let me show you what I mean. It's like not as crystal clear as this camera. With my OBS camera, follow me is a question. Put more than mic on. Let's go over there. Because what does tend to happen is if you get a camera where you use it in one place, and that camera is a certain brand, when you go to a different brand camera, it looks slightly different. Like for example, the Panasonic camcorder, it looks not as nice to my eye. 
but it is good for like this kind of stuff where I can show you examples it's a lot nicer everything's sharp I don't want it to be blurry and the M50 is going to be follow focus so in live view I can actually get it to follow me around like sometimes my OBS camera does if it feels in the mood let me see if it works Can you see me? Yeah, see, it's like a different view, isn't it? So it's like a webcam. The quality is not great, but then you've got your DSLR cameras, you've got the Panasonic camera. You can see the names up here for the cameras. Yeah, you can see what camera is uh, which camera. That's the Mojave cam. And then obviously looking at cameras, you want to live stream with them. So it's kind of, it depends, I think. I might get the M50 here just to make it a bit like coherent. Because if I do this, watch the difference when I go back to the desk. So you see there, it's like, a, it's quite a bit of difference in terms of the colors. And that bugs me sometimes. So what I want is a camera that's consistent. So this feel is transferred over to the walking desk shot when I walk over there. Because right now it looks different. The feel of it is different. It's like a camcorder. But then that's where the cameras come into play. Because you'll notice some cameras do very well. Uh, in different lighting scenarios. I've got all fake lights here. As in my own um, different lighting setup. So it helps to keep an eye out on what cameras can work for you for live streaming as well as video. Oh, here we go. Yeah, see, and he, he just loses me sometimes. I'm here, I'm here, it's okay. Yeah, I have, to, I have to do that to him to make him lock onto my face. And he follows me around the room. It's a camera, a webcam type thing. Um, so yes, looking at this, we've got a few good options today. Again, if you're on Amazon Live today and you're enjoying the show, there's a little button up here. You can click follow. And that basically gives you a notification each time I go live. We talk about a number of things like cameras. We look at lighting we looked at computers we look at different options for photo and video different budgets so it's always keeping your eye okay let's go back there so the m50 i think is going to be an option for me to upgrade my setup as well so sometimes when i'm talking about these shows i convince myself to buy stuff i've got i've got plenty of cameras i've got the sony cam here the top down view i've got the canon cam i've got the panasonic cam i've got mojave cam so it's like using multiple cameras in the live scenario is amazing um, okay, so let me go back and let's wrap this up now. I think we've got a few more cameras and the mirrorless cameras we looked at, the M100. Okay, that's a good comparison. Let's have a look at what the M100 is versus the M50. Okay, so M100, it looks a bit more thinner, so it's nice, but let's go. Okay, here we go. Okay, so let me get rid of some of the ones we looked at. Let me bring you on screen. Only screen. Okay, T7 we looked at. We looked at. Let's add the. Which one is it that we're looking at now? M100. M100. We'll add that. And the M50 we'll add. We'll compare those side by side. M50. The I'll do the earlier version. Okay, so let's get rid of T7i. Get rid of that. Okay, so this is what we're doing today. Let's whack that bad boy up. Okay, so I'm looking at two mirrorless cameras from Canon and I want to see what the difference is between them. 
We've got the Canon EOS M50 and we've also got the Canon EOS M100. Both mirrorless cameras. What's the difference? Let's find out. They're both similar. They're not too far apart. One was announced in 2018. Other one was announced in 2017. Um, one is a rangefinder style mirrorless camera. The other one is an SLR style mirrorless camera. So that determines to me there will be a size difference between them. We can look at both of them today. Um, they're similar in terms of megapixels, 24 megapixels, and the max resolutions will be the same because the megapixels are similar. Uh, one is, well, they're both APS-C cameras. There's a slight difference in the processor. I did a whole video explaining Digic processors, but to recap, what that basically means is a Digic 8 processor versus a Digic 7 is a, a generation difference between them. That handles the camera's capability to take a photograph and then write that photograph to your camera's memory card. It covers things like high ISO performance, how it handles the expanded ISO. So the camera might only go over to like 25,000 ISO, but with that Digic processor, it can handle the camera and give you a boost. So you'll see in this example, it says expands to 51,200. So it actually gives a double boost to that. That's all done by the processors, Digic processor in Canon's uh, example, as well as autofocus and video uh, handling light scenarios, things like that. The digital processor comes in handy there so that's kind of the explanation there to recap you've got additional focus points on the m50 than you do on the m100 they're both 1.6 crop and they're both efm mounts so not efs a uh, three inch screen the m50 has a fully articulating screen so you can whack it all the way around the m100 only has a tilting one so that's something if you're thinking about vlogging or you want to flip the camera around you want to do too much with the just the tilting one in addition to that what else do we have it'll be interesting to see the the videos oh okay so the m50 does 10 frames a second in continuous photo mode so if you wanted to take loads of photographs and someone is going past you really quickly and you have your photo button down you'll get 10 frames a second on the m50 10 photos a second on the m100 you'll get 6.1 frames per second so that's a nice little thing to know so okay the main difference here is the M50 can do 4K video. So it'll do you 3840 by 2160 pixels at 24 frames a second. And the M100 only do 1920 by 1080 at 60 frames a second. So the big difference there basically. If you're looking at 4K, it won't do 4K. The M100 won't. In addition to that, what else do we have? We've got a micro HDMI output. We've got additional options for weight savings slight difference in weight the m50 is actually a bit lighter so that's interesting so let's have a quick look at these items on amazon right now to see what the prices are so the m50 there's two models in that the one i'm looking at there is a mark ii it's slightly more expensive but it gives you an idea of the price and then the m100 so you'll notice the m100 looks more like a compact camera when I say compact, I mean like a point-and-shoot type camera in terms of the thickness of the camera. So it's a nice little option for holidays, especially if you want something like easily concealable. It will do video. You'll get 1080p video out of it, so that's perfectly fine. And the tilting screen is still okay. You can actually tilt it out, which is nice to see there. And yeah, that's a nice little uh, comparison of the two cameras, I reckon, which should give you an idea of what they offer you and what you can do with them. So if I was in that scenario, I would probably get the M50 because it's got a few more additional things and it looks more like a DSLR, which is nice. It's not as big as a full-on DSLR, but it's a nice option. So that's a quick recap of the two cameras to help you out. 
I did a number of comparisons with cameras, you can check that here and I'll see you on that video. So of course I am live on Amazon today, we're doing a number of comparisons and we're having a bit of fun with different cameras. I'm trying to find all the names that they're known by and let me just rename that video that I just recorded there and did a double double little little video there. So M50 versus M100 was it? M100 yeah. That's a nice little video there. And again, these are all good options to get you into photo and video. If you're currently shopping on Amazon and you're thinking about buying a camera, you're not quite sure, drop a message in chat. We'll have a look through a few options for you. We'll see what's available and see if that can help you. Um, and again, if you're enjoying the show, there's a little follow button up here. If you click that, it basically lets uh, you know each time I do a live stream. We cover a number of topics from cameras to lighting to video to photo, as well as computers and tech along the way that you need for photography. Uh, everything I'm talking about today is linked in the carousel. The carousel is basically that long line alongside my video or below it and it's got everything we're looking at today. When I'm featuring a certain item, a red box will come up around that uh, item and you'll know that's what we're looking at today. You can scroll through that to see what else we're going to be talking about and if you want me to elaborate on anything just drop a message in chat and I can go to any item we're looking at today in the carousel or out of the carousel, it won't matter. Okay, wait a minute, we've got an M5 here, EOS M5. So we looked at the M50, we looked at the M100. Where does the M5 fit in? I've updated the carousel. We're going to have a look at it. We're going to find out. There, it took a little while to update then. There we go. Okay. So EOS M5 mirrorless camera kit. You know what? You know what I'm going to have to do? I'm going to have to add that into my uh, comparison. So let me bring that over here. That looks like a neat little setup there, mate. I, like, I do like that. It, look, it reminds me of the Fujifilm cameras in terms of like the, the making of it it looks very pretty it looks like a proper camera like you know camera camera excuse me okay so let me add that into my list we've got a comparison going on it's the m m5 m5 okay so there we go what do we have here then as soon as i put it in here it gives me a nice comparison okay it's an older camera 2016 it's still well priced for an older camera. You're looking at what is dropped in 18%. So you're saving $200. I do like that. But will it offer us what we want? Let's have a look. So, M100, M5, okay. 2016. SLR style mirrorless. Excellent. So it's comparable to the M50. Was it before the M50? It must have been. 2016, yes it was. It's a... Uh, Body material is metal, so it's made out of metal. That's why it looks very nice. You can sometimes tell. See that you can get that view of like quality build. Because metal, think about it, is quite like luxurious using it in a camera. They used to be made out of metal back in the day, but they all they went to this composite plasticky type material. So if you want like a proper solid camera, go back to metal, go old school people, that's what you want to do. Okay, so we've got Resolutions, we're looking at 24 megapixels, very comparable to the M50. Digic 7 processor, so not massively behind the M50, only one generation. Similar to the M100 actually. So what else do we got? Do we got video? Do we get video? That'd be nice to know. Number of focus points, 49. Tilting screen, 3.2 inch. 9 frames a second, continuous photos. If you're familiar with me, you can't, you'll know what I kind of look at. Okay, 1920 by 1080, 60 frames a second. Still adequate, very good. 
Nice. Okay, that was a nice one. I do like that. Then we've got the M200. M200. Okay, should I compare the M200 with the M5? I should have compared the M5 to the M50, really. That would have been a nice comparison. Should I do that? Let me do that. I think I will do that. As we're doing it, as we're doing it live, we might as well smash it up in it. Okay, so let's work this bad boy. <clears throat> when you're looking at mirrorless cameras from Canon, there's a number of options out there. I'm doing another comparison today to give you an idea of what you can do. We've got two cameras here, the M5 released in 2016 and the M50 released in 2018. Both a few years old, but they're still holding their own. You can see prices at the moment on Amazon and you're seeing things like nearly $900 for the M5 and the M50 you're looking at things like 879 that's the Mark II version there but they are very similar one's a newer release than the other one basically so if I look at the comparison let's see what do we think about this so the first thing to note there obviously one is the M5 it was released before the M50 that's something to consider it's an older camera versus m50 you can have two year difference there nearly a year and a half um okay so they're both slr style mirrorless cameras and one has a metal construction body so metal construction means it will look a, a lot more pleasing to the eye so let's give you an idea of what i mean so if you look at that body there see that detail there but then if you look at m5 it just looks a bit more like a matte stealth kind of look to it it's very nice, it's pleasing to the eye. Again, we've looked at a few cameras today, but these are mirrorless options. So let's go back to the side-by-side -side comparison. SLR, we've got similar max resolutions because that makes me think they're gonna be the same megapixels, which they are, 24 megapixels each, the sensors, uh, which is adequate for most uh, use. One has a Digic 7 processor, one has a Digic 8 processor. If you're not familiar with Digic processors, they basically handle the camera's capability of high ISO performance giving you expanded ISO performance and how it handles those extra pixels, digitally making them a bit better basically, as well as auto-focusing and handling the video preset modes, things like that, is handled by the digit processors in the Canon's uh, lineup of cameras. So there's a difference of a generation there. We've got, you can see there, what I mean by that, that expands to a higher ISO 51200, which the processor basically helps with. Um, in addition to that, we're gonna get things like additional focus points, the M50 being a new camera has 143 and the M5 has 49. I always question that. Do you need that? If you're any type of photographer, you know you can focus and recompose. So focus points are like a nice to have. Just another number to look at to uh, say you've got more than the other person. But anyway, the lens mounts are EFM, 1.6 crop sensor cameras. So that makes me think there's APS-C cameras uh, lens uh, Lens, camera sensor size. Uh, one has a tilting screen and one has a fully articulating screen, M50 being the fully articulating. And let's look at these. What else do we have down here? Okay, so we're looking at nine frames a second continuous uh, photograph on the M5 versus 10 on the M50. So slight little variances between the two. Um, the main thing here is going to be the video. So the M5 does 60 frames a second in 1080p and you're going to get 24 frames a second in 4K on the M50. So that's basically where your main difference is, I think. Apart from that, the cameras are very comparable. The main thing to look at is, do you like the look of one versus the other? I do personally like the look of the M5. It looks very like Fujifilm style. 
uh, old school cameras and metal construction bodies a nice little uh, addition there you can use this camera in different ways you can use it for personal use for holidays and mirrorless cameras have come a long way so you can even use them professionally if you wanted to a lot of people use uh, mirrorless now professionally they're lighter they're easier to carry so there's loads of benefits hoping you found that useful that's another comparison i've done for you you can see another comparison i did here and i'll see you on that video thank you amazon live appreciate you diego following on amazon live it's always nice to get you guys checking in we are live streaming on amazon today i'm looking at a number of camera options i'm basically finding cameras from canon putting them in categories and finding out what they're known by you'll already know if you join the show i found some cameras are known by multiple names like for example one of the entry model model entry model cameras from canon the 4000d is also known as the t100 in the us and also known as the 3000d those names so it's always nice to find the names for these cameras and then compare them like for like to see what they can actually do for us are they actually decent are they worth the price that we're paying for them and um, all these cameras today we've looked at have been variances of canon's release i am going to be doing another one of these for nikon sony and fujifilm so that's future live streams that i've planned so make sure to click the follow button like diego did today and you'll get a notification when we next chat about this my aim basically is to give you a lot of information about the cameras we're talking about to help you make a decision. You may not be buying. You may just be here to get information, which is perfectly fine. So have a look at those and see if they meet your needs. But if you are currently shopping for a camera and you've seen my video on the, the cameras page, I've got a number of items in my carousel. So it could be any one of the cameras that I'm featuring and I might be on that page like you can see on screen. Let me know what you're looking at. Drop a message in chat and we'll have a chat about it. I'll find you something interesting. So that was another nice comparison we did. Let me rename that one so I know what I did there. That was rename. We're doing M5 versus M50. M5 versus M50. I am double tasking and making multiple content so I can drop it on that over there just so that we're making the best use of our time today. Multitasking is always a good thing. So let's go and look at another option. What's next? M200. That's next in the lineup. Let's see what the M200 is saying. Okay. Oh, I might save this for another day. How many have we got left? I had loads of items in the carousel today. We're doing well. Oh, there's loads left. We'll we'll power through them. We'll power through them. I think because you're watching, and we might have some customers pop in with questions. So I am here. And let me know. M200. Whack whack whack. Okay. These remind me of point and shoot. I'm not even showing my screen. These remind me of point and shoot cameras. So they put M200 in my comparison. M200. Rock that. Oh, Gucci, how's it going? You come back? You're doing a bit more shopping. I think you like Amazon, don't you? You spend more time on Amazon than you do on Minecraft. You should play a bit of Minecraft. Take some uh, tension off yourself. Uh, M50, M200, okay, 2019, you want something from 500 to 700, that means the the, uh, the body you looked at will be doing it on it, the iBuy Power PC, you can get that can't you, let me check, yeah it's 629, that's a good option for you, or do you want me to look at something else for you? Intel, okay, Intel, okay, in that case, let's get Gucci and Intel. Okay, let's go. 
So you might have to get an i5 then for 5 to 700. Let me go edit. Let me go. Let me add you something in here. So if I go, um, let me see what cheapest i7 is on deal today. Because you might get a saving. You might be able to pick up one from. Uh, like if they save a bit of money, desktop. Okay, that no, that's not a nice one. Mm, that's not a nice one. No. No. Hmm. And you want, I think you want a nice one, a nice looking one as well, don't you? Because you look, the one you looked at has like nice RGB lights on it and stuff. Dell newest HP Windows 600. We'll have a look at that. I don't know if it's got a graphics card though. It probably won't for that price. Let me put, let me put i5 and, and put graphics card because that way, what you're lacking in the processor you'll get from the graphics card. Uh, let's see what comes up. Okay, we're on, we on it, we're on it. Ooh, that looks nice. I'm, I'm updating my carousel, I'm going to show you these in a second. Ah, beautiful, that's a nice one. Okay, and that's quite cheap as well. Let's have a look at that one first. I think it's, I think it's Intel, uh, return to live stream. I'm going to feature them in the carousel. I'll go in order of how I saw them. I'm going to have a look. So if I see that one first, that's the HP Windows. And you tend to get more money for these types of machines. Uh, more money, you get more for your, your money. Let me show you on screen. Okay, so that one is HP 10 i7 8GB memory SSD 618. It's very similar to the other HP we saw, but it's just got the office type colors. It's not got the green in it. It's a uh, 8th gen and it's i7. Quality camera to record gigabyte trolleys. Any suggestions? Uh, yeah, Dana, we can have a look at that for you today. Uh, good quality camera to record DIY tutorials. Any suggestions? So when you say tutorials, will you be doing top-down shots? Do you want more than one camera? Like for example, I've got one camera there. I've got another camera here. And what's your budget? And what have you looked at so far? Have you got examples? Because then I can find you a camera. Um, so uh, Gucci, yeah, this one, the newest HP desktop I was looking at. That's an option for you. Top-down. Okay, Donna. Um, so you probably want something with a option for top-down. 1080p is going to be enough. Do you want a DSLR or will a webcam be okay? Because that determines your price. How much are you looking to spend? Also want a flip screen. Okay, good. And how much have you got to spend? Because I can show you a few options within that. Which camera were you looking at today? Um, Gucci, yeah. This desktop, up to 500. Okay. Um, I would say, let me see. Let me see what I've got. I've, I've got a few items today in my carousel. Let me update it. Are you looking at the Canon M50? Okay, we discovered while looking at the Canon M50, there's another few options for you. Would you think about... Actually, to be honest, M50 is a good call. I like that. And I, if you go back, if you rewind this stream, you'll note I was gonna, I'm, go, I'm looking to buy one. I've got a Canon DSLR here. I've got a Sony camcorder up here, which is kind of out of focus, I think. Is that in focus? Oh no, it's not. It just looks like... Okay, so that's a Sony camera. And then I've got a Panasonic camera for my wide desktop. And then I've got my webcam for my ultra-wide. So you can see the difference in quality there. 
the DSLR's got a beautiful colour on it. The top down's still a good colour, and that's camcorder. So there are a few options. What you will find is if you're going to be recording for a long period of time, a camcorder might be more better. Or are you stuck with the M50? If you are, I can bring the M50 up on screen and we can do a bit of a comparison. Let me let me bring it back in the heart because I was going to show you the M200. Let me show you the M200, which is comparable to the M50. It looks more like a point and shoot camera, but it's a bit smaller. So if you're going to mount it on like a top down view, you can get like a, a nice uh, top down view with a not as expensive uh, tripod. Because what you'll struggle with is finding a tripod that can lean over enough on your desk. And what kind of stuff are you going to be filming? Is it intricate details or slightly bigger items? Because that will determine the type of like uh, lens that you want on the camera as well. I, you mentioned tutorials, tutorials. So that makes me think like you're teaching something. Art tutorials. Oh, okay. I would say get a nice macro lens. So when you say art, you're looking at maybe drawing painting crafting that kind of stuff so maybe small intricate details like for example what what you like is if you have a camcorder you can do like a nice smooth zoom in with the dslr or a camcorder you'll have to physically move the camera if i show you what i mean here so it's not like always nice but if you record i'm live streaming so i like to make it smooth look with that it's like you'll have to it's a bit harder whereas on a zoom digital it's nicer Okay, let me show you a few things I would think about and then you can see what you think about them. So let me put you on, on a, let me see. You know what, considering there's a few options there with flip screens, which one would I look at? I would say top down, because you can, on a camcorder, you can record for ages without having to worry. All you need to do is get like an Elgato cam link. Gucci, I've put some stuff in the carousel. Have a look at those, if you're still with me. Gaming PC desktop and a HP Pavilion desktop. I've put two of them in, and they look nice. Flip screen that will rotate. Okay, the M50 will rotate. The one we're looking at now, the M200, won't fully rotate, but it will do. It will do this. Let me show you what I mean. Let me go to fix. So it will still do that, which means you can put it and then have it dance. You can see like that, what I've got here. Well, let me show you what I've got. F5, I think, yeah. So you'll see up here. Oops. Just up there. Oops. There's the screen. And I can actually see the screen as it's pointing nine. Flip screen that will rotate. And you'll notice I couldn't find a tripod long enough for my long desk. So I've actually got a piece of wood. So that's like a nice hack for you there. It doesn't have to always be nice. Uh, like a tripod for example if you're not going to see it in the shop you can do additional things so getting a lighter weight camera would be quite important because you can mount it and not have to worry about it and um, so that's one let me show you okay what was i going to do camcorder let me get you another one uh, let me show you a camcorder just to see what you think of it why do you add and it's easier to make a camcorder just sit there and kind of record cam cool. Ah, HE, that's not even a thing, HD, I mean. You do a victory on OBS if you want mine. Uh, Gucci, yes, Gucci, you want to do? If you go to my channel here, I've got a full breakdown of OBS, how I use it for live streaming, how I linked my remote to it so I could 
push a button F1, F2, F3, F4, F5, F2, F1. So I've got a remote to switch screens. So if you go to my channel here, you'll see a full like a playlist of OBS, how to set it up, how to install it, how to use it, how to make your live stream even easier. Because what I do is I basically record videos in my live stream. So I don't have to do anything. My audio's linked in, my video's linked in. So it's like, it's easier to make content. And the easier you make it, the more content you end up making. Otherwise, I used to record videos and edit it and put the video in and sync the audio and the different camera angles. And that'll take a full day. Whereas now I can make, in an hour, I can make like 10 videos. 10, 10 minute videos or 5 minute videos or whatever it is. Um, okay, I'm still helping Dana today. Uh, did those, uh, were those computers any good, uh, Gucci? The ones I showed you? Let me see what camcorder. The Panasonic, actually, you know what? Panasonic GH5 will be beautiful for you. GH5. Um, this is for Dana, if you're still with me. Are oh, they too expensive? What about if I give you a GH4? It's got a flip out screen. Mm. They're too expensive. They're really good cameras, but they're too expensive. Uh, I think the M50 is going to be the best call for you. Unless we go down the DSLR route, but then DSLRs get too big. Uh, M50. Mm. Let's go back to the M50. And sorry, I'm always looking at my screen is because the phone is linked to Amazon. I can't do this on screen, so I have to do it on the phone. Where's M50? M50 Mark II, M50. Okay, there. Uh, can you use a remote with the M50? Ooh, good question. Let me find out for you. Yeah, I'm sure it's got, it's like my camera here. I've got a, a plug for a remote. So you can plug in a remote and use it. I don't know if the M50 has it. I'll check now. If I go F6. Okay. Now, to be honest, the more times I see the M50, the more I like it. It's a very nice compact system. Like, basically everything you need in like a smallish package. And they're lightweight as well. Okay, let's check uh, the document for this. So I bring up the... We normally have a download document where I can check the full specs on these. He says. Okay, yeah, specification, PDF. Let's look at this M50. Okay, find remote. Okay, custom remote shooting. South timer. Does that appear more than once? It only shows once remote shooting. When you say remote, what kind of things do you want to be able to control with the remote? Because the thing with this, you're going to be able to delay photographs, but you're looking to do video. So you might have to, with this kind of example, if you use a camera for a top down shot, you're going to have to A, Put the camera in a certain spot that it covers your desk. Let me get rid of my second screen so you can see what this is in total. Canon cam, Canon cam, Canon. Okay, there. Yeah, so you'll see here. Uh, do you know a good editing software? Because I want to record and edit a video. Um, well, there's loads out there. I, can't, I don't know if I can recommend them on Amazon because they're not on Amazon. Okay, so uh, Dana, this top down shot, the camera has to be positioned in a certain place that it covers everything you want then you have to manually say for example I just want to show just that black 
and then I'll focus it to a point on the desk and then I'll turn off auto focusing because otherwise whenever you pick stuff up it will follow your hand and it'll focus like and get a bit blurry so that's why I like camcorders because they stay focused from like here to like there it's like everything sharp because it got a better option for focusing so in that example I would say it depends what you want the remote to do basically I'm, that's what I'm trying to get with that uh, Gucci if you go to my channel yeah look at the playlists I've got a playlist for everything you're talking about like as in the, how to use OBS how to use video editing software free editing software that I use photo software all of that stuff's there so you might find it helpful um, okay so Dana have I sorted you out have I answered your questions I'm not sure if I've sorted you out because remote shooting you can enter a remote control into the camera but that will record how many photos are taken like time lapse for example because you, uh, you associate you associate uh, yeah take it uh, Gucci see you next time uh, yeah, okay that's fine hopefully that covers it so I would say the M50 is a good option put it in your top down position are you going to have a front shot as well like showing your face or are you doing just your hands and doing tutorials is it YouTube are you already making videos it'll be interesting to see how you're doing at the moment have you got good lights and stuff because that'll make a big difference on your quality as well but yeah, I think we've been we've been going on an hour and a half now. I've done my shift. YouTube, no, not yet. Okay. So I would say, for now, don't let the camera hold you back. If you've got a mobile phone, use your mobile phone and make videos. You'll be surprised how good mobile phones do. So you don't have to spend like, what, five, six hundred pounds on a thingy. Use what you've got. Start making. Start creating. Because what will happen is if you look for the perfect gear, you might not end up starting. You might think, oh, I might buy it. You know. So make some stuff and then when you start seeing limitations in your mobile phone like for example oh the quality is not as good then you'll justify you getting a camera and then you'll see oh okay that's how the mobile phone was look how the camera is now and how it's got better so that gives you a bit more nicer stuff but yeah it's your choice ultimately but the m50 is a good option but i would say if you've got a mobile phone a lot of mobile phones have really great cameras on them now and you can easily mount them on as well it won't be a flip out screen but you can use obs to see what you're live streaming at the same time like I do here let me show you so see I'm seeing myself there and then if I switch the cameras I can see all those cameras there so it's like extra things yeah no worries um, so I think we're sorted today and uh, if you do enjoy the stream there is a little follow button up here that you can click and that basically notifies you every time I go live we talk about cameras photography lighting everything you need and how they can help you to get live streaming basically or making use of your camera we looked at a number of camera options today from cheap to expensive we looked at all the names of the cameras it's so confusing you've got 4000d also known as the t100 also known as the 3000d we looked at the 2000d also known as the t7 we looked at the 800d the t7i the a50d t8i we looked at how some of them were starter cameras some of them were enthusiast level cameras Others were nice holiday cameras, like easy to carry around and lightweight and portable. Uh, so if you're currently in the market and you're shopping, uh, we can have a chat, see if you need to buy a camera. Is it something that will make your quality better? And cameras, I think there's loads of options out there. And most of the cameras recently have been released. They perform very well. So you shouldn't be let down by the quality. They will all do good 1080p. Um, for a perfect example here, this is a Canon DSLR camera. This is a, 
a Sony cam which you can see up here it says Sony cam a camcorder then I've got a Panasonic camcorder over there which is why a HDMI out then I've got this webcam that I use so like don't let your gear stop you if you're thinking about making something or making some video you can use what you've got if you're struggling let me know in chat we can have a chat about the options available for you sometimes uh, a camera would help other times you can use what you have so the M50 was a nice option today I really like that let's see what else I've got on the camera side we looked at the M5 there's a couple of power shot cameras in there we looked at let's quickly look at the power shot power shot there's two power shots here I wouldn't class these as DSLR cameras but they're nice uh, starter options so let's go and let that update okay it's updated quite quick there and this is probably the last one we're gonna look at today so the power shot SX 70 I'll call it a, a bridge camera because the lens is attached to the camera and it's not a bad camera to be honest. Actually, you know what, Dana, that might be a good option for you if you decide. How much is it? Six hundred nine ninety-five. No, I'd probably get the M50. But it is 4K video, and it's a nice compact option. Very nice. I do like that. Okay, what do we get? Optical zoom. Where's the actual? Okay, there we go. Hmm. Yeah, that's not a bad option. But rather than buying that, I would just buy the M50. Because at least with the M50, I can change the lenses as I get better. Whereas this one, the lens is stuck on the camera. But then for a novice, someone totally new, I would say this is a good option. It's less to think about. Everything's built on. If you go on holiday, just take the camera with you, and you don't have to worry about anything else. So it's like there's benefits, pros and cons for both ways. Um, what else we got? Power shot. Let's have a look at the power shot. Because a lot of YouTubers use the power shot. And actually, you know what? That might be a good one. PowerShot SX7. Yeah. But the thing with that is, will you ever need to change the lens? I've had this lens on this camera since I've got it. And because it's a 24-70, this lens always stays on this camera. Only when I do the fashion photography for catwalks, fashion shows, I use the big telephoto zoom on there. That's the only time I change it. Other times when I'm doing this kind of stuff, it stays that lens has been on that camera for about nine years 50 millimeter 1.4 lens once you find your perfect balance especially if you're doing top down shots like for example like that you won't ever need to show more than what you're showing if it's always going to be like a4 if you're doing art and a4 or painting you won't show more than your desk so let me have a look at that power shot let me show you another option just think as you're still here you'll have a look at this it's just tough to think about i reckon that's a nice let me show you f okay that's a nice option is it got a flip screen though no it's just a tilting screen oh yeah it does that so you can technically see it and it's a lot easier to manage it's like not a DSLR and you can mount it wherever you want because it'd be lightweight and it's not too bad priced as well hmm okay yeah because they're already in the carousel just making me think but this next one PowerShot G3 all the famous YouTubers apparently use this camera I wouldn't know because I'm not I'm not a famous YouTuber. <laughs> um, okay, the camera's a bit dark. Okay, yeah, that's the PowerShot G3. All the vloggers apparently use these. That's not. Has it got interchangeable lens? G3 
X digital camera. Hmm. But for 849, it's quite. Let me do a side by side comparison of that G3. Have I got my comparison things to open? Let's have a look. Yeah, I think I'll close. Oh, here we go. G3. Let's add G3 into the mix and see what we get there. Power shot G3. Okay. Start off. So we got. Uh, okay. Let me get rid of that. Let me get rid of that. We'll do a comparison with the M50. Once all the camera. Okay. Let me check this. Okay, so if you're thinking about a nice camera, a mirrorless camera, something small for a top-down shot for YouTube and content creation, there's a number of options out there in the Canon lineup. PowerShot G3 is a good option, as well as the M50. What I'm going to do right now for you is a side-by-side -side comparison, and we're going to see which one is actually better for you. So looking at this, I've got the Canon PowerShot G3. Apparently, all the massive YouTubers, great people, use this camera. You can see the price there. And you can see it has an articulating screen which tilts it's not articulating so it's not full 360 and m50 you're familiar with because i've done a couple of comparisons on that already so firstly the g3 was released in 2015 the m50 was released in 2018 so a couple of years difference there of when they came out so what else is a big difference the g3 has a magnesium alloy body so what they mean by that is the camera itself the body is a bit more designed for durability a magnesium alloy means it's like a, a metal whereas the normal m50 is made of like a plastic type material a composite so that's something to consider so looking at the resolutions there the m50 is going to have slight more megapixels because it is a bigger photo we'll find out how much more here okay so the g3 has 20 megapixels and the m50 has 24 megapixels uh, let's carry on looking the digic 8 processor on the m50 versus the digic 6 on the g3 what we mean by a digit processor is basically how the camera handles high ISO images. So if you've got a dark environment and you boost up the ISO to make it a bit brighter, how it handles that as well as autofocusing and the camera modes for video, the processor handles that. So there's a couple of differences there in generation. One's got an 8 and one's got a 6. Uh, going down that lineup, what else? I like to look at a few key things which we're going to check. Okay. So we've got a 2.8 to f6 f aperture and it seems like the G3 does have a fixed lens. I'm assuming based on here what we've got. That's right, yeah. Okay, so addition to that, how many photos? One's a tilting screen. The M50 has a fully articulating screen. What else have we got? What else? Okay, so the PowerShot G3, if you take photographs, you'll get 5.9 photos per second. That's referring to if you do like someone's running past and you took photographs. It'll take uh, about roughly 5.9, which is about six photos every second for the G3. The M50 actually takes uh, 10. So yeah, that's a bit better for photos, that is. Uh, mode in video, the M50 will do a 4K in 24 frames a second. So if you're making content creation, at some point you're going to get 4K video on YouTube and it might be worth getting a camera that can do that so you'd have to buy a new camera at a later point right now on the powershot g3 i'm not seeing any video modes this makes me question if it takes video we will find that out because i'm going to let you know right now by doing a quick little search and let's see video does it do video it should do i'm sure it does 
but for some reason DP review doesn't tell me the pixel HD or 4K it's probably 1080p video 1080 does it do 1080 GX 1080p full HD review image okay 60 frames a second in 1080p is that the same model though G3X is that the same one I was looking at G3X yeah okay so you get 1080p at 60 frames a second which is adequate and still perfectly fine but that was a nice little comparison there for you to look at a few cameras if you're thinking about buying them especially for YouTube purposes or making content online as a quick video there there's a few more comparisons I've done you can select here and see that and I'll see you on that next video bang that's another one done okay so that's a good option let's see let me rename that so I remember what cameras I compared rename I just recorded another video for my um you know multi-purposing uh, so that was the M50 and M50 versus G3X G3X bam bam that's the beauty of setting your cameras up into OBS you can live stream and you can multi-purpose and make videos at the same time because while I'm here helping Amazon customers there's no reason why I can't sneak a quick video in for my uh, other channel so anyway, I'm going to probably call it a day there. Uh, Dana, let me know what you decide. It'll be interesting to see if you end up making some videos. Check my channel here. You might find some other helpful stuff about how to use your existing gear for good photos and videos and stuff for your, your channel. But yeah, take care, everybody. I appreciate you joining today. And I am going to call it a day. We've had a nice session today. I've got another one planned tomorrow for Nikon. So we'll see how that does. So let's say goodbye and take care.